everybody, get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but Foodie married Beast anyway, and together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis on this beautiful, sunny, warm winter day. (laughs) It must be like eight degrees out there with the wind blowing at 40 miles an hour. But inside, it's warm, and we've got a great show today. This is a show about invention and discovery, all that makes your food so much more delicious. January 26th, coming up, is International Sous Vide Day. Sous vide cooking is a precision cooking method that helps maintain exact temperature control as your food's cooking so that it actually comes out the way you want it. All of this was invented by... He says that like he knows what sous vide cooking really is. Oh, you're so mean. I know. <laughs> no. I thought sous vide was a girl I went to college with. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Okay. Sous vide was invented... By the folks at Cuisine Solutions. Yes. And uh, we've got several folks in today. We'll tell you who they are in a minute. But they're all in to talk about sous vide uh, and and how it's not only now available in restaurants across around the world, but across the country, of course. Mm-hmm. But now you can be sous vide cooking in your own home. And, uh, and people who like, like to cook kind and of people already who know like that. To there cook. are people who know that. Right. So we're going to be joined today uh, by uh, uh, Cuisine Solutions Chief Strategy Office, Officer sorry, uh, Gerard Berthelon. Uh, A.J. Schaller is the executive chef at Cu- Cuisine Solutions Culinary. Well, um, you need to stop. Gerard is actually not in studio with us today. Well, he's going to join us. He's in the sun. Spiritually. In the, he's, he in the he's in the Caymans. He's in the Caymans. He's in the Caymans. Why, why didn't we do this show from the Caymans? I know. Next year. Next year in the Caymans. All right. Let me do my thing here. <laughs> okay. A.J. Schaller is, uh, is the executive chef who runs uh, Cuisine Solutions Culinary Research Education Academy, and chefs Del DiPietro and Kai Parker in. They're really in to tell us everything we need to know about about sous vide, its origins, and all of that. It's very exciting. But first, okay, first, but first, we got to go to Mitch uh, Berliner, poor Mitch Berliner. Out of Central Farm Markets. Uh, Mitch, are you for, for, for freezing? <laughs> no, actually, you know, the truth is when people say it's cold, uh, my response generally is uh, people around here just don't know how to dress. Right. So there's, you know, you talk to people from the Midwest, they look at us people natives here and go, are you kidding me? You guys well, uh, well, are you saying, that, people are you saying that we're wimpy? And... Is that what you're saying? We're wimpy because we don't like the cold? No. If you dress properly, I have five layers on <laughs> and I, I feel like I should take my coat off now. Well, I think, like, look, I... I'm sorry. This is like talking to my grandmother. Okay. But uh, I think what's really important <laughs> is to understand that all the farmers are there, that no matter what the weather is, the farmers come to Central Farm Markets. And I... I am literally begging your audience to come out and support farmers everywhere, our markets and others. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how loyal some of these farmers are. We had uh, Toygo uh, Farms, which you're familiar with, a second-generation farm. Mm-hmm. They were told in Pennsylvania the big trucks were barred from the highways. They slept over last night, so not to just to be here. The people, right? Yeah. That is so impressive. I really want people to know what these farmers go through and the kind of you know dedication that they have. But did they sleep so, at your house? That's the question. Um, no, but they could have, right? Because you're so generous. All right. So, what are some things at market today? Because people should really come and get all their supplies since it's going to be so cold. Let's get everything for today. Oh God, you know, we basically have all your bakes. 
you know, all your basics. We've got all kinds of meats, produce, even because we've got Twin Springs and Toygo and other mm-hmm. people who got their, um, you know, greenhouses. So we have cucumbers and tomatoes. We've got all kinds of greens and kale and spinach. So we have all that kind of stuff. We still have our prepared food you can eat here or take home. We've got fantastic selections of cheeses. So the answer is succinctly, what do we have? Uh, basically everything. everything. You'll have to eat by, uh, the, you know, seasonally, of course. But with the greenhouses, you can also eat sort of out of season. We'll have heirloom tomatoes in a few weeks. And also at the Central Farm Markets, our two markets that are open year-round, mm-hmm. in Mosaic District and Bethesda, we have our loyalty cards for the winter. So you come four times, you get gift certificates. That's amazing. And we also want to say, Mitch, thank you so much, because for International Sous Vide Day, which is on Saturday, Central Farm Markets is putting gift certificates into all these swag bags, which is so generous of you. Well, that's it's our pleasure. I go back with these guys when they actually started. Really? Believe it or not. Yep. I go back with the Sous Vide people. Art Stoof was uh, with... um, they broke off from the French bread, the original French bread company. Right, 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 right. I remember reading that. That's back in the yeah. 70s. I didn't know That's you were right. that old. Uh, I'm, I'm older than that, even. Oy, oy, oy. Um, I'm older than dirt. Well, I then you better, you better put on six layers. Um, right. All right, tell so, everybody where the markets are. Okay, so Central Farm Markets, it's two year-round markets again. They are in the Mosaic District every Sunday and also in downtown Bethesda on the Bethesda Elementary School parking lot. Read all about us, both on Sundays, centralfarmmarkets.com, and come on out and support the farmers. And get those meat crafters skinny salamis, too. Lots of them. Okay. All right. Everybody's getting a stroke today. All right, man. (laughs) Stay warm. Thanks, Mitch. Take care. All right, so let's... Talk sous vide. Uh, Gerard Berthelon is uh, Cuisine Solutions Chief Strategy Officer, and he's also lying in the sun in the Caymans I while know. we're freezing our, Tushy's off. our sous vide off here in uh, Washington. Gerard, are you on the phone? Yes, I am. And I'm not really uh, on the beach. I'm in the kitchen cooking. We have oh. uh, the Cayman Cookout 2019 is not finished yet. Right. But, um, we had fun. We had uh, I had a demo on a pavilion on a one-hour demo on the beach two days ago, and last night I had a five-course meal all sous vide on the roof, and our customer could see the sunset. It was uh, quite amazing. We yeah. have a lot of friends who are down there right now for the event. But um, who are are you cooking? Are you paired up with some of the chefs? Because I know Eric Repair is down there, and Jose usually goes to this event, but he couldn't go this year. But who who are you well, working with, Jose? Jose is here. Oh, he uh, is? I thought he couldn't come. No, he was, he's, he's, yeah, his people are feeding everybody. Oh, God bless. Cayman, Cayman Cookout official, mm-hmm. he came out of the sea on a submarine. Of course <laughs> he did. Year, <laughs> last year, he jumped out of a helicopter like uh, <laughs> like James Bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, he came out. We saw a yellow submarine coming up, and uh, he came to the beach and, of course, splashed everybody with champagne. You know, you're, it, I just uh, want to say that when I see Jose, you know, Jose, I mean, we've known Jose for for decades. Uh, and when I see him, I, I often think of James Bond. Yes, they look exactly. so much alike. <laughs> exactly. All right. So can we get a little bit of background on you? Uh, we're going to get into the whole, you know, Cuisine Solutions, the genesis of that. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was trained in France. In, um, I had the opportunity to work in two three-star Michelin, uh, Alain Chapelle and Louis Houtier. 
and Chappelle was um, really a, a, a visionary in cooking and uh, at the time the cuisine nouvelle. And then uh, Jacques Chibois, two-star Michelin. Then, um, you know, I came to America. I was a chef in New York at three stars at New York Times. But uh, I saw all the top chefs in France, Joël Robuchon, Ducasse, Alain Guérard, uh, Michel Guérard, sorry, uh, using this technology. And uh, they were not using it to save labor or anything. You know, usually they do 50 customers and they have 25 chefs. So clearly they were doing it just to enhance the quality of the product and be more consistent. So I said, well, if I want to get better at it, you know, it's not just about recipe, it's about consistency and um, and deliver the perfect product every single time. I need to learn. So I said, well, I'm going to join Cuisine Solution for a year, help them out. <clears throat> and in one year from now, I'll go back to New York. And I've been with the company 30 years. Now. Yeah, and as you say, you never went back. <laughs> And so what has that looked like for you? Because over the last 30 years, so much, the company has grown and you do so much. Well, we start uh, between Cuisine Solution and Crea. We were five Mm -hmm. when we started in the U.S. and now we are 1,300. Wow. So clearly, clearly, uh, Speed is helping finding solutions for our customers. They see the the value of using the technology Mm -hmm. and... um, and that's why it's uh, growing so much. Five years ago, you used to do hashtag sous vide, and you'll find 90% was a professional chef. Sure. And today, if you go to Instagram or, uh, or any social media, 90% is a home cook. Well, I think what's interesting is, is that originally the technique was specifically for chefs and restaurants. It wasn't accessible to the lay person. How, how do you see that that's changed? Well, you know, um, a, a good break was when um, Wiley Dufresne uh, started using uh, sous vide immersion circulator and cooking on a top chef. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, we trained him and the whole team at Jean-Georges. And then uh, everybody was starting to talk about it. We trained Daniel Boulou, Thomas Keller, and they got a lot of articles. Uh, not only chefs uh, found out about it, but... Uh, you know, foodies to start, trendsetters, and now it's really, really going popular. Every food show competition, you know, you have an oven, you have a pot, you have whatever you have, and you have an emergency circulator. Without well, a doubt. I want to jump in. I've got a question because, um, and I want to say his name right, Dr. Bruno is a Gousseau? All right. Correct. Uh, is, he, is, Gousseau. is the uh, Gousseau, sorry, is the inventor of sous vide. Why, why was he playing around with that in the first place, and how was he led to this technique? Well, he was uh, asked by a, a restaurant chain in France who was doing quite a large volume of meat, and uh, this gentleman uh, had uh, so much inconsistency in the cooking and also the yield. You know, when you cook something, you could lose 10, 15, 20% of your uh, weight uh, because uh, high temperature will remove all the water from the from the protein shrinkage so he, he asked him exactly the shrinkage so he asked mm-hmm. him to work on it he said i need some some my meat to be much more uniform and at the same time uh you know i, I want a, a clearly a better quality so uh, bruno started to cook the meat at much lower temperature than he was cooking the oven and on top of it they figured out not only the color was more consistent it was more tender, and the um, the yield was much better. Instead of losing 20, 30%, we were losing only 5 to 10%. So 
So the, the meat was juicier, the color was perfect, the flavor was better. So you know, it was all of all a much better product. Fascinating. Yeah, it's really... Well, so are we going to see you next week? Are you going to come back to the cold weather? Will you join us at well, International Sous Vide Day? Well, I will be at International Sous Vide Day, but you know, we have the three events. We have one in Washington, D.C. We have one in Lyon at the Bocuse d'Or at Syrah. Mm -hmm. And I will be in Lyon representing, uh, we have about 150 chefs. We'll have Chef Regis Marcon, the three-star Michelin. Mm -hmm. We'll have Chef Gomez, who is a chef at the, of the... The President Macron in France is a big, he came to our class also. Um, so we'll have, um, it's a big event, it's a world pastry chef competition. It's the biggest show in the world. It's called Sira, S-I-R-H-A. If you have a chance to go, it's a, for me, it's the best show, uh, best show in the world, a lot of innovation. And then we have also a, another event in Thailand, and because we have a plant also uh, in Thailand. Okay, right. so this year DC, next year France, the year after that Thailand. Well, you guys keep <laughs> alluding to it. The the event here is on the 26th at the French Embassy. Yes. And it's an amazing event. We're going to tell you more about it later in the show, but there are only 10 tickets left. left. We'll so get to that pay later. pay attention, kids. Uh, uh, Monsieur, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. Enjoy what's left of your vacation in the Caymans. And please tell Jose we said hello. I will for sure. Okay, okay. thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a second. All right, we are back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis, and we have a whole show to talk about sous vide, which is a spectacular method of cooking your food so that it's more delicious and more reliably cooked the way you want it, I guess is a good way to put it. So I'm going to. Well, I think we should really ask the experts who are in studio. Yes, since I'm what, only an expert at eating it. Right, and an expert in reading things off the web. Um, what? <laughs> let's talk about really the mechanics of sous vide and what sous vide is. So not shrinkage? Not shrinkage. Oh. I like that. This is a guy that wants his own radio <laughs> show. Forget so it. So badly. Del, let me just say something. I'm the comedian. Here. Okay, okay, right. fair. Okay. Fair. Okay. So, but talk about it a little, and and uh, I mean, you guys, it's become. I already an asked the question. Explain what sous vide is. So sous vide is cooking in vacuum. Mm -hmm. So, in vacuum, cellular structures of plants and animals behave differently. Mm -hmm. So versus your traditional grilling or braising, what we're able to achieve is on a molecular level. Okay, so I'm going to back you up a little bit because I know sous vide means literally under vacuum. But when we say that to the layperson, you know that from looking at the internet too. Yes. What does that mean? So we're cooking at very precise temperatures, right? Without oxygen. Okay. So in our case, what we have is food safe plastic, which we then remove the atmosphere or mm -hmm. oxygen or so gases. So you put a piece of protein or a vegetable or something mm -hmm. in the plastic. And suck yep. the air out. Yep. And then we Step use the a out. chamber vacuum. Mm -hmm. to remove the atmospheric pressure. So, for example, normal atmospheric pressure is about 1,600 millibar, mm -hmm. and we're dropping it down to, say, nine. That so, means nothing to me. So we're Zero. trying why did, to... Why did you say... Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to remove as much of the atmospheric pressure as possible. So now, are you seasoning the product before you put it in we there? We can. Okay. Um, we tend to... There's, there's a lot of... I don't want to say nuances, but... Variables? There's a, yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do. There's a huge spectrum in this. And so I'm just trying to get the basics. Mm -hmm. um, so once we've sealed our item mm -hmm. into the bag, then we're going to be cooking it in a water bath at a very precise temperature. And we're going to be looking for a core temperature. 
Okay. Every product is different, so I can't say we're looking for this. We're right. looking meat for, is one, chickens yep. another, vegetables, seafood, vegetables, right. all different. Okay. So, in essence, what we're doing is we are kind of concentrating all the natural flavors, and we are minimizing because the juices waste. are literally cooking within themselves, yep. right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So then, wait, wait, wait. She wants. To yeah, well, AJ, I want to ask AJ. AJ well, I'm, let her talk. I'm going to let her talk because she's going to take us to the next step. So. Once, uh, let's say, a, a piece of meat has, has gone through the sous vide process, I mean, what do you have to do to cook it that's different than, than what you might otherwise do with just dropping a steak on a grill? Sure. Uh, well, with meat, specifically red meat, beef, steaks, things like that, like you're mentioning, we would always recommend a couple of steps to get the, the seasoning um, a little bit more into the core of the food, and that you can do before you seal it in the sous vide pouch. So. Okay. Uh, we almost always recommend to sear your meat before. Mm. And that's not necessarily for the texture on the outside. When it's in the pouch and it's kind of cooking in its own juices, there's no you know vapor escaping. Everything really stays inside. Right. So the flavor of the sear, the Maillard reaction, is in the you know exit it coming out of the meat, but then going back in and out. Mm-hmm. So you have that flavor of the nice sear into the core of the product. And then we also season, uh, usually pretty simply at Cuisine Solutions, we don't really go much beyond salt and pepper for um, you know the, our, our mainstay items because it's something that you can customize after it's cooked. So mm-hmm. you can pair it with different sauces or you know perhaps reheated in a uh, different amount of spices and things like that. So the products are very versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that's cool with the seasoning with sous vide is you just use a fraction of what you normally would for traditional cooking because there's no escape of like the seasoning and flavor and vapor. So uh, we do it by weight mm-hmm. and it's usually almost like a tenth of what you normally would use than just like you know seasoning by eye, throwing something on the grill. And then after, for the red meat specifically, after it's cooked to temp, either you chill it within a certain amount of time and reserve it, which I think is a great idea because mm-hmm. it's a great meal kit uh, mm-hmm. type opportunity for busy people at home. Sure. Or if you're going to um, you know, eat it right away, that's fine too. But we'd always recommend re-searing on pickup. Mm-hmm. So we do the double sear before and after. Before it's for flavor and then after it's for the texture. Well, so I want to back up a little bit because I had the pleasure of going out to Cuisine Solutions in Sterling, Virginia and checking out your facility. And it's, I mean, obviously you have a fabulous kitchen, don't get me wrong, but then you also have a full-blown laboratory. And there is so much going on in there. Are you people mad scientists? Well, there's, but even (laughs) when you listen to them talk, I mean, you're not talking a chef's talk. You're talking almost like scientists. Chemistry. You know, there's a lot of chemistry. You're referring to a lot of math Things which, which I don't do well at. I dare anyone here. Ask her to spell math. Okay. <laughs> not good at math, but oh, so math things. Um, so, can we talk about how that applies? Because we're talking about the temperatures, how long things need to be in there, and sort of your exploration to all these different food things. So, can we talk about how how it, what's happening out there? I think we can kind of narrow it down to two really important things. We're looking okay. for consistency and perfection. Mm-hmm. And sous vide... Well, perfection is so easy. That's a nothing. <laughs> <laughs> sous vide is really a way that we can achieve that and in some ways honor the ingredients the best that we can. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times sous vide is a way to minimize waste. It's a way to enhance natural flavors. It's a way to do natural preserve. I don't want to say preservation, but short-term preservation because we're literally cooking something in its own juices and fats. And rather than have all those things melt away or be lost, we're Mm -hmm. able to save them. 
Um, in many cases, we can actually utilize the, the natural jus and fats that come out during the cooking process to even re-intensify the flavor. So if you want to create a natural jus. Yeah, but what does that mean? Like for... For the, because I know you're talking, AJ, you're talking more about products and like the finished product. But if we're talking about process, how can people understand that? So the process was is, that a trick question? Yeah. I didn't mean yeah. it's a trick I, question. I, I like, just, yeah. My process as an actor, I'm confused. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I mean. So the process um, for for the products that we produce, there's there's really two um, really important uh, teams within mm-hmm. the cuisine solutions teams. There's the R and D team, which right. is um, working on products that are going to be um, sold by our customers. Mm-hmm. And then we have the lab that you were mentioning, Nikki, right. is uh, the CREA lab, the Culinary Research Education Academy, founded by Dr. Bruno Gusso. And, you know, we're sort of like the um, high-level R&D kind of black ops training, consulting, like all of the really fun tinkering around that happens. And we're just, you know, a team of engineers and scientists and things like that. But really simply put, like sous vide is whether you're doing in manufacturing or home, um, it's it's got ancient roots, right? So like you, you would consider um, processes that you might have done in the past, uh, you know, that have been invented to really keep the same idea of like low temperature, maximum tenderness, and like very minimal vapor escaping. Okay. And we achieve that um, with sous vide by keeping the product in a, in a pouch. But Traditionally, you could do confits, you could do dobes, stews, like cooking in sand, Mm -hmm. doing things like uh, wrapping in banana leaves and doing really low temperatures that way. So it's kind of like the evolution of that idea. Right. I got a question because, Del, you and and Kai are are chefs. So are you but are you really there to sort of experiment with other ways of applying and utilizing sous vide to get the essences of foods out of there because you're not I mean you're not your chefs but you're not I guess you're not prepared or are you preparing meals are you out there doing sous vide demos and all of that uh yeah we go out uh we try to uh of course uh, spread the word of sous vide but we also find time to try to I mean every day we always try to find um we always try to push ourselves in finding new ways or of just new methods uh you know every day we run into a something that we want to try or cook uh yeah. You're we, given a lot of opportunity to play. Play, yeah, play, yeah. right. Yeah. We are encouraged to play, even if it's an experiment that fails miserably. Mm-hmm. There's there's the learning aspect and the documentation, and for us, just that idea. You know, even if something fails miserable, maybe one of our other chefs, because we've got over forty chefs in our company. Right. You know, maybe one of our other chefs is like, "Oh, you know what? I was playing around with this idea. You just discovered something I hadn't." Mm-hmm. And we kind of play off each other. Um, so even if there's something that's, you know, a quote unquote failure. Uh, it's we not just really because it's a yeah. learning experience. Right, because it's, yeah. it's leading possibly to the next yeah. step. Mm-hmm. What, how does the R&D go with the final product? Because when I was out there, you guys were showing me these essences, right? You were mm-hmm. taking, it was fascinating. You were taking scraps of uh, artichokes, and uh, mushroom stems, like things that would go into a compost. Mm-hmm. And you were making these extracts. Can, can, do we have to take a break? No, not yet. No. Can we talk about what that science is about and then how that applies to the chefs using it? Absolutely. So at Cryo, we've been developing a technique called extraction and mm-hmm. then cryoconcentration, which is like a separate part. But the extraction, as we call it, is the sous vide process. Okay. So if you think about how much food is wasted, um, peelings, trimmings, artichoke leaves, mushroom stems, things mm-hmm. like that that might be um, otherwise discarded, 
you can take that product, cook it sous vide with a certain amount of water, low temperature for a long time, and all the flavor goes into the liquid. The solids that are left over, you could use it for things like, um, you know, fertilizer or stuff like that. But you can have this uh, really intense liquid and then start freeze concentrating, which is really just if you think about um, like a slushy, right? Mm-hmm. And you have it in your cup and you sit it on your counter and leave it for too long. All of the ice is sitting on the top and then the syrupy liquid is on the bottom. And that's because ice is freezing at a higher temperature than a flavorful liquid. Mm-hmm. So there's a few ways to do that. And we teach that in I mean, a course that we have. Flavorful is questionable with a slushy, but go ahead. <laughs> How sugary, about let's not say sugary. <laughs> Sorry, not in my book. But any of the, so that would be sugar in the slushy case, but there's mm-hmm. also like soluble minerals and saline and things that really contribute to flavor. And what we're doing is just extracting water, but instead of heat treatment with it coming out with vapor, with all the essential, you know, uh, volatile aromas, it's just ice. But then, okay. So when you extract the essence of, let's say, a mushroom stem, then mm-hmm. what does the chef do with it? So a really good example is when we uh, had an event in New York City at uh, Daniel Balud's restaurant. And we gave... I feel like uh, there's just going to be a lot of names. <laughs> name. Drop it. As I was saying, the Jean Georges Daniel when we were... A typical weekend, no big deal. Yeah. Well, actually, we trained him and his team and Thomas Keller's team in this as well. It's a little bit more well-known in, in France at the moment. Mm-hmm. Unique Eleno has it on his menus at Le Doyen, but Well, I would to, assume to give a, that because of, you know, the rise of molecular gastronomy, mm-hmm. um, this is part of what's fueling that right? right so our our objectives is to we're going to eventually manufacture this um, to help with the food waste problem that we have in the states and then also chefs are learning this technique to utilize it in their own kitchens mm-hmm. and um, the mushroom for example we had uh, the crowd concentration of mushroom just small tastings like right. like you tried but then uh, chef was so impressed with it. He's like, oh, I want to take all like the highest concentration. And he took every single little pipette and squeezed it into his sauce for the for the course that we had with the chicken. But we've done things like cocktails, um, garmage type dishes. So like, it's like you know, you injecting that taste into. Yeah. Well, sure. So what's interesting is you did it in there were three la- layers mm-hmm. of concentration mm-hmm. based on how many times you did it. And it was so interesting to see like the last one of the mushroom stems almost tasted like soy sauce. Exactly. I mean, it was super yeah. dark. I mean, it had a new mommy to it that was really yeah. incredible and you would only need so little. A new mommy? <laughs> no, we discover a lot of amazing things with this process um, and, you know, products have such natural, um, wonderful flavors, especially in the things you might discard like peelings and stuff because that's where all the minerals are right, coming We have to take a soil. quick break but when we come back, I do want to talk more about the science that is going on mm-hmm. there and then people do not understand or know about the massive availability of cuisine solution products. So we do want to get into that as well. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We are giving you a sous vide education. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, we're back. It's David and Nikki Nellis, Foodie and the Beast. And we're talking to a lot of folks from Cuisine Solutions about sous vide. And before we get back to the kind of the, you know, the nitty gritty of sous vide, let's talk about the event on the 26th at the French Embassy. because that International is going to be, sous vide day. It's International sous vide day. How about a cheer? Yay. Woo-hoo. And there, I mean, it's a tickets only event. There are nine tickets left. So that means, you know. Ten. There are ten. Oh, they're 10? Mm-hmm. I thought AJ had stolen one, but no. <laughs> um, uh, and, um, um, you know, they're already a kajillion sold. So if you want to attend this event, they're we're going to tell you kajil- how. Don't say kajillion, because that makes it sound like there's like, how many tickets total? 80. For the event. 
75? 75 total. So it's an intimate affair. It is an intimate affair with me there. (laughs) Um, But we'll tell you how, actually, we'll tell you how you can win a couple of tickets Mm -hmm. in a little bit. But uh, somebody, Kai, you want to tell us about the event? Uh, Yeah, once again, it's going to be at the uh, French Embassy out in D.C., Saturday, January 26th. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be from about 6 to 9.30. It's a little bit of after hours. Help yourselves to cocktails after. Mm-hmm. Um, you purchase, like I said, the tickets are selling out pretty fast. You're going to want to go online, uh, purchase them. That's, Kai, mean, you're not selling this event here. Let me help you. Absolutely. Okay. Please. Thank so, you. International Sous Vide Day is on the 26th. There are three events going on around the world, actually. One in D.C., one in Lyon, and one in Thailand. The one here is going to be at the French Embassy, and it's going to start with a pretty powerful cocktail hour, right? And we're going to hear about those cocktails in just a bit, followed by a four-course sit-down dinner. Um, And the people who are here in studio are going to be here, right? You're all going to be there, right? So they're all going to be there, yes. And oh, wine pairing and cocktail pairings. So um, it's really going to be this entire sous vide experience, right? Almost everything is touched by sous vide in one some way, shape, or form. Well, let's talk about that. Why don't you tell us about the menu and tell us about the cocktails and how sous vide is going to... I'm going to tell you about sous vide because I'm going to eat some. <laughs> okay, and tell us about how sous vide really touches each of those things because I'm sure there are people out there who are like, what do you need sous vide for cocktails for? Um, well, AJ is actually the expert on that because we were actually just talking about the extraction and that is something that she's really, really mm-hmm. been pioneering on. So utilizing those techniques, she has created some amazing flavor profiles that yeah. are outstanding. So I'm going to let her. We're, we're doing cocktails at, of course, all of the global events that sure. we're having. And we're doing it in a way that ties all of the different, um, you know, locations together. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have a uh, uh, plant in Thailand and France and United States. And we're going to re- represent all of those. And, of course, it's all to celebrate Bruno Gusso's birthday, right. who is the pioneer of sous vide. And mm-hmm. um, it's just going to be a full-on party around the globe and all kinds of fun stuff going on. Soon. We would like to emcee the events um, in other countries, too, please. Well, I'm very <laughs> pleased to be emceeing the event Yeah, we're year. so jazzed to have you there. It's going to be you. great. Um, and the, mm. the stations uh, in the beginning, so we have an interactive cocktail stations, mm-hmm. and they're going to be paired with... Um, sort of like the theme. So the French station, um, we're having a cocktail called the Rive Gauche, so mm-hmm. like the left bank, and um, sort of a Hemingway-esque uh, inspiration. What does it mean that the cocktail stations are interactive? What does that mean? So the cocktails, um, we're going to invite people to, to help make their own, and then actually at the end of the event, after the three-course dinner, they're mm-hmm. going to be able to get up and go around and actually make their own uh, edible cocktails, um, as well as a dessert Wait, as well. What does that mean? Edible so cocktail. The edible, the edible cocktail will be a this in this particular case, it's a, a compressed pineapple mm-hmm. um, with some some whiskey inside, and we're gonna let people come and make their own, like compress it in the machines that we have there, kind of get the idea of how how the how that works with the sous vide sealing process, and that's not something that you have to cook. It's just like you eat it, and it's mm-hmm. super juicy and. Mm-hmm. Um, Got a little booze in it, so you know we're having makes a party it all the more well. fun. Can I yeah. just do interrupt with an yes. unsolicited testimonial? I just took a bite of the steak, and I just took a bite of the pork. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Del was a little worried because it's it's colder now than it was when it was prepared, but yeah. it's 
good. Okay, so you'll be doing four <laughs> cocktails. Really yeah, four stations um, with, that all are with sous vide cooked food. So, mm-hmm. for example, the American station, um, it's a, a, our, our Cuisine Solutions uh, sous vide fried chicken. Okay. Um, and then to go with that, we're doing a Kentucky Punch. And the sous vide part of that cocktail is like an infused maple syrup with dried cherries. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, of course, Kentucky bourbon right. and the syrup. And it's something like with cocktails, you can really infuse things really precisely with sous vide. Um, something that might take a longer time if you do it traditionally. So that people understand, it's the accoutrements of the cocktail that Mm -hmm. are sous vide, not the liquor. Um, Well, in some cases it can be. We we do, um, for example, uh, sous vide limoncello. Um, We've done a couple cocktails with that uh, recipe. So something like a limoncello, you'd leave it on the counter for months to Mm -hmm. to really infuse and get the flavor out of the lemon peelings. But we do low temp, long time, like not too long, not more than, you know, a handful of hours. And it's enough to um, really infuse the flavors, but without breaking down the pectin in the food. So it's still liquid. with sous vide? Not necessarily like brew spirits. It's like precise infusion. Um, but, I, you know, of course, we're always playing around with stuff. So we'll get that's back a, to And these that. are a representation of some of the dishes that are going to be at the event. Mm-hmm. So these Sorry. are actually exactly some of the dishes that are going to be Is at the event. Is that a crab cake? That's yep. what it looks like. So uh, that's going to be for our, our Thailand team. Mm-hmm. So one of our chefs in Thailand created a, an amazing recipe. So here we're going to use uh, crab, which we've actually, again, utilized mm-hmm. sous vide to make sure that we've kind of Amplified the flavors, but also made sure that the product is safe because we've pioneered the idea that... I don't know what I just ate, but it was really yummy. Which what is, did I eat? What did you eat? The short rib. The short rib is delicious. Um, so this is going to be there representative of our Thai team. So this is actually going to be during the cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to give you guys a little bit of everything. Right. And then uh, the other one that we have over there is going to be our Saint-Pierre with... Uh, sous vide fennel, and then mm-hmm. a little cucumber beurre blanc, which Beautiful. is nice and bright green. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you guys are already dug into the short ribs. and Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't help ourselves. The only reason I'm on the show is for the free food. <laughs> um, and what, other than celebrating his birthday, is there an edu- is there an educational component that you're hoping gets transmitted to, in an event like this? I mean, because a lot of people who are coming are people who are devotees to begin with. But what are you hoping to accomplish? I think a lot of it is really just making people more aware. We have this amazing, amazing cooking technique that is really revolutionizing not only how chefs can cook, but how we can better utilize the food that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as AJ's touched on, we're trying to eliminate waste. I mean, food is food. It's, it's this beautiful thing that provides life for everyone. And if we can avoid wasting it, um, that's, that's an amazing thing. Well, like, that seems like um, the food waste component seems like um, like it just sort of happened. Like that wasn't the point of sous vide cooking no, when no, it no. started. Yeah. And now you have this bonus right. that, mm-hmm. you know, you can help eradicate food waste because it's a, it's a huge issue that people in the food world are trying to deal with. Yeah, right? but that's important for consumers too because, yes. you know, and, and when I was asking you before the show if Kreas does – classes for consumers and not yet, but you're working on it, I guess is the... Right. We're going to be introducing a sous vide at home um, interactive course, like on site or off site uh, mm-hmm. this year. But we also have online courses that you can do in the comfort of your own home and your own pace. Um, and it goes through sous vide fundamentals and then one specific on meat and poultry as well. So you can take those out. Because well, we compost, but we, I mean, we, we throw away a lot of stuff that clearly could be utilized. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but... Um, you mentioned earlier that you've trained chefs. Yes. 
What does that mean? Explain to people that that component of Cuisine Solutions. So the educational piece is really important to us. Um, we want people understanding how safe sous vide is and how to do it safely. Because do people think it's unsafe? Is that a myth? Well, if you do it wrong, Mm. It can be unsafe. Okay. And that's that's really there's some bad knowledge out there, just like anything else. Mm-hmm. You know. Um what does doing it wrong entail? Doing it wrong can be not properly like cooking to court cooking to court temperature, temperatures, yes. Killing incorrectly. Things that <clears throat> you know can be um kind of demystified and we we're, our our objective is to help people learn, right? So our company makes sous vide cooked foods, but we also are happy to share our knowledge sure. um, because we feel like it's a really a responsibility to well, make sure that other people are doing say, it. Well, I, wait, no, no, no. I want to stay on this. I want to well, finish the training. Well, we are kind training. of on this because I think, I think, look, Michael Mina sous vides his steaks with, uh, we were talking about with butter and all that. I wonder how many people who eat at a Michael Mina restaurant really know that that's how he prepares all his steaks. I mean, part of it is just the, 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 the public awareness mm-hmm. process here because clearly... I mean, there, there are lots of benefits. Well, I'm going to tap on that. I mean, sous vide in the culinary world is like a marketing buzz term, right? So it's because in the last 10 years, you know, you hear more and more people be like, oh, this is sous vide, that's sous vide. Mm-hmm. You see it on menus. People are talking about it as a yeah. process. But it's, I, I don't know how much the layperson understands. And as we were talking about off air, Michelle Richard was the first one that I knew that was um, that put sous vide specific on his menu in this area when he did his um, 72 hour short rib. But that was a collab, right? Yep, with you guys. With that was actually so a collaboration with us. That's kind of what I'm curious about. Yeah. What are these collaborations like with these chefs who come to you and say, teach us? So that happens still. <laughs> we, <laughs> we travel around and, and train chefs of, um, you know, uh, top top restaurants around the world. In fact, Bruno's trained over 80% of the three Michelin star chefs in the world. So um, our partnership with chefs is really important to us. In mm-hmm. the early 2000s, um, it really caught on in restaurants. And um, it was sort of like uh, opening the floodgates. Everybody, you've probably had sous vide cooked food and not known it if of you, course. you know, any, wherever you live. Sure. Um, whether the chef did it in-house or they purchased the product already sous vide and then they're incorporating it into their menu. Mm-hmm. And then really in like the 2010s, cooking sous vide at home started to catch on and you see like this flood of um Well, so let's talk that. about what that yeah. means cooking. Better but, to take a break. Okay, we'll take a break now because I think what's interesting is <sighs> people were intimidated to do sous vide at home because they thought they needed lots of stuff to make it happen, right? But now there's more things available mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for people. And I also mentioned this earlier, but I want to talk about your products and where they're available and how people can use them um, because I think that's probably part of the intimidation part. Well, that with gives it. me, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the perfect way to bring us back when we come back. Let's okay, take great. A break. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors, the fabulous uh, market at River Falls in Potomac, uh, Pro Fish, uh, and Central Farm Markets, and Meat Crafters. Thanks for making the show possible. So, uh, guys, with regard to sous vide, one of the things, AJ, that you said was that you know chefs all over the world at, at fine restaurants are using it. Now people are going to start using it at home. But it really makes sense for people, you know, for any restaurant to use it, A, because it's going to be a better quality dish that they serve and also they can make they can better utilize a lot of stuff that they're now chucking you know Mm -hmm. mushroom stems or whatever 
So, you know, what's entailed? If I'm a small restaurateur, I got a little Italian restaurant in Rockville, Maryland, what do I need to do my thing? Well, the, the core basic tools that you need um, are a machine that is a chamber sealer because um, opposed to like what I would tell, call an external chamber sealer, you can do liquids and you have a lot more wider variety of options to really have like precise pressure and things like that. And then there's the um, way to cook it. So if you have a steam oven, that's okay, but there's a little bit more fluctuation than you would with uh, immersion circulator. So immersion circulators are going to keep the temperature to like a tenth of a degree preciseness, which is really good, especially mm -hmm. if you're doing long time cooking. Um, and then you need to have, of course, like your thermometers and probes and, you know, the things that probes. you want to do too. So, so. Passive plan. You need yeah. a passive plan. That's a medical show. So, <laughs> so, but is the equipment that I need, let's say I have that small Italian restaurant different than what Nikki and I would need at home? I think at home, um, you're going to do smaller batches, I would assume, right. unless you have a very, very large family. But um, do. <laughs> typically, the, the uh, circulators that are sold for home are enough to feed maybe like six people. It's like an eight-quart stockpot, something like that. Um, and we actually are, are launching a partnership with uh, Signature Kitchen Suites, which has a range with the integrated sous vide bath. So we've oh, been cool. advising them on um, you know, the, what does that the engineering mean? Like, on where, that. Where is that? So it's actually just right next to the burners. You can have induction or gas, electric. There's uh -huh. a, a lot of options there. There's a steam assist oven, all, all, kinds, all kinds of like amazing equipment. And it's all like, you know, controlled by an app and you can turn on your oven when you're not home and like all kinds of cool stuff. So that is really um, they should put one in yeah. our house to check it out, don't you think? <laughs> um, but uh, there's a million other products out there that um, if you just want to have just the wand and mm -hmm. you're, you know, cooking, um, you know, just a, a few things a week. So there's a lot of products out there, but um, for for home, there's options for sure. Well, so let's talk about some of the products that Cuisine Solutions offers to the public because you have a lot available. We do have a lot available. Uh, you can actually buy them directly from us on an e-commerce website. Mm -hmm. But I would actually That's say... That's like My Cuisine Solutions, right? Yep. Is that what that is? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Nicely um, done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wound up there by accident. Because I was going to Cuisine Solutions, but it took me to My Cuisine Solutions. So I was like, oh, look, I can order everything here. Yeah, you, mm -hmm. um, there's there's tons. Of, actually, the short ribs, the two different short ribs that you tried mm -hmm. today are actually available. Which yeah, I've you, actually ordered before. You just yeah. need a credit card and, and to be able to spell cuisine and you're right, in business. Right, and you're in good shape. Well, that's helpful. Um, you know, we have a large variety of products. And kind of going back to the R&D and everything that you've talked about, we, we have a spectrum that we create for. Uh, chances are you've tried our product without knowing. Uh, the most famous being the Starbucks egg, egg bites, created by our our. Uh... Yeah, I mean that's really it's. Going... I think, but I think that's such an incredible example of how sous vide has entered sort of the mainstream mainstream yeah. lexicon, right? So it used to be on these high high end and still is on these very high end menus, but now when you walk into a Starbucks, those little egg bites, which are like frittatas, basically, right? Yeah, you can yeah. compare it to they're that. Like I've, had I've had them. That's what yeah. they're like. They're delicious. They and, are delicious. They are and it's delicious. one of the very few um, products that has sous vide in the title. Right. So well, that's my that's, point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our my my direct boss and the vice president of culinary, Bruno Bertan, is actually the the brains behind that. Uh, he and one of our other colleagues, Holly Jones, mm -hmm. worked diligently, very diligently over the years on creating that product, and that product is. Not only amazing, um, but we actually kept it in mind with with health, you know, health concerns. You can actually get a lot of the nutritional information 
the egg whites, Kai, correct me if I'm wrong, 170 calories for the portion, I think. Oh, it's all protein. Yeah, yeah it's all. Well, it's like keto-friendly, paleo-friendly. Yeah. Gluten-free, car, yeah. You know, they were free. noticing Gluten. that people were purchasing sandwiches and then leaving the bread right. behind, so. Right. Did you <laughs> work on the, the development of these, or? No, I personally did not. Uh, that was definitely from our chef, Holly Mae Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and Bernie Breton were definitely the... Uh, Definitely but did Starbucks come to you all and say, hey, we need a way to do this? Well, so back to the R&D, it's a two-way street. Okay. We, we have lots of different we have lots of different chefs and lots of different um, people coming to us with ideas. Mm-hmm. And we also have Kraya, obviously. So mm-hmm. AJ pioneers these really interesting consulting ideas or she's doing long-term studies for clients or has a very specific item. Then we have R&D chefs that are focused on different industry segments. And then we have our culinary team, Mm -hmm. which is kind of just encouraged to go out and be with the customers and learn through trial and error in the Mm -hmm. field. So I don't want to say there's just one way that we develop things. Right. There's, there's a lot of moving parts and we all work together. So that being said, the variety that you can get online, Mm -hmm. uh, we have something called a vegan chili. We'll actually, we actually work specifically with a supplier to engineer this soy protein that tastes exactly like meat in mm-hmm. terms of texture. And we're only able to achieve that through sous vide. Interesting. So people will get it and then they'll send us back comments like, I think you sent me the wrong thing. This has meat in it. And we're like, no, we promise you this is our vegan chili. And they're like, are you sure? That's amazing. <laughs> One of my favorites. Um, so is good. it really? Oh, yeah. my God. Put well, it on I nachos. was amazed at the uh, breadth and depth of products that you offer from like you know, a red pepper sauce, basically, oh, yeah. which can, what what I'm interested by is that you have all these sort of bases, right? Mm-hmm. The red uh, the red pepper puree, let's call it, for lack of a better term. Yeah, the or, rosa red, fire rosa red pepper sauce. I think we gave that, that yes, one to you, right? and I made yeah. a beautiful soup out of it. But, like, you can make a sauce out of it. You can make a soup out of it. You can add it to a dish. Like, all these... It's- all these components. It's a hair cream. It's a. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I was really fascinated. Lubricate you did, your tires. You, you, know. you did provide us a selection of things, and at first, like I like the polenta bites, mm-hmm. right? So that was the first one. I was like, I mean, so why are these sous vide? Do you know what I mean? I was trying to figure out what about them needed to be sous vide. Well, again, we is that a verb? Sous vide. Mm-hmm. It is now. Yeah, uh, let's go with it. Yeah. <laughs> um. We really like the idea of that consistency. And again, kind of with the chefs that we work with and partner with, Michelle Richard, mm-hmm. um, you know, they want that consistency and they need those consistencies. So when we hold workshops and we hear feedback from the industry or particular segments, we look sure. to see what we can do for them. Mm-hmm. And grains, legumes, those types of things are actually really cumbersome for kitchens to prep. So. My background is independent restaurants, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever had the joy of walking into your kitchen at 10 a.m. and smelling your prep cook burning all the beans that they're cooking. But I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) But I promise you. That smell does not leave the restaurant by by, uh, opening time. No, it does not. Um, um, can I? I'm going to interrupt because before this show gets over, you got to talk about giving away these tickets because there are only ten tickets left, and it's yeah. And I'm not giving away ten tickets. So no, no, I, you're giving away I two. just put out on Twitter right now. If you follow me at Nikki Nellis, uh, I have two VIP tickets to give away to the event on the 26th at the French Embassy. Not to be missed. And if you follow me on Instagram at Nikki Nellis, N Y C C I N E L L I S. Uh, tag a friend and hashtag the event, International Sous Vide Day, and uh, 
one of you lucky people will win two tickets to the event. And, and I am accepting checks as bribes. <laughs> so, so, you know. But um, do we want to finish? We have time. Yeah, we have okay. time. Because I feel like we have given the event plenty. And I feel like a lot of people will understand what it is and what it's about. But I do want to lastly just discuss sort of how chefs are using these products. Like when you're training the chefs, do they go back to their restaurants and just do it themselves? Or are they buying product from you and incorporating it into their product? Both. Both. Um, again, you know, it's it's kind of a two-way street. One of the big challenges and you know, all chefs can can kind of relate to this right now. We have a, a big labor shortage in kitchens. It's true. And we at Cuisine Solutions recognize that. And we don't want to remove your chefs because we know how hard you've worked to get there. We know that you have your creativity and your passion and your drive and your discipline. Mm-hmm. And so if we can be there to supply you with this really amazing product, mm-hmm. uh, we want to save you those steps and give you this very consistent product. However, if you want to go the route, um, like myself, I learned how to do sous vide at, at Blue Hill, and I had no idea that I had no idea that Dan Barber was trained by Bruno Garso until I came and worked at Cuisine Solutions. Uh-huh. Name drop again. So, yeah, name drop. <laughs> name drop. We're there. Well, um, and also, but let's talk about with schools because you guys have a program with schools. Cafeteria. Yeah. yeah. So let's just talk about that quickly before we have to wrap so, this up. Really you have quick, one minute. Um, we created this QSR quick service concept where mm-hmm. we are working with schools to create a healthy and nutritious meal that not only follows all the guidelines for nutrition for students, but we've helped make it more interactive. So think uh, a Chipotle or if you're in the D.C. area, Cava, you know, we get to use one of our five products that we have um, ABF chicken, so antibiotic free chicken, mm-hmm. paneer, like vegetarian options. And what the kids get to do is they get to kind of just create their own meals. And and that's our goal. We're already in Arlington. We're already in uh, Alexandria. We're already in Loudoun. We're expanding in 2020. You know, we're really in other sense. parts. Healthy, good food. Come to Montgomery mm-hmm. County. Yes, please. Because the food service there is terrible. All right. We're going to we got to wrap up because okay, the show's almost up. over. It's over. January 26th is International Sous Vide Day. If you want to attend this unbelievable event at the French Embassy to celebrate sous vide Mm -hmm. and all that it brings to us, tell them where to go. Okay, so uh, you want to go to uh, internationalsousvideday.com, right, to get the tickets. Uh, Obviously, follow me again on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to uh, win two free tickets. Again, there's only 10 tickets left. And we'll be there emceeing the event. And we're so excited. Just a reminder, it is a lavish cocktail party followed by a four-course, multi-course, four-course or three-course? Four. Three-course. Three-course visitors. Okay, it's four courses. There's dessert. Four-course is us talking to you. (laughs) Four-course dinner. Um, And there's lots of giveaways, lots of prizes. uh, So plan on coming and having a good time. Um, The show's over. Thank you for joining us. Have a delicious week. 